here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I'm excited to be sharing the Wild Optimists on today's show. Wild Optimists is an award-winning interactive entertainment company devoted to designing new ways to play. They design games and puzzles for at-home entertainment, brand marketing, and site-specific experiences that increase audience engagement by giving players the chance to be the hero. They specialize in designing games, experiences, and immersive events that break the mold. The Wild Optimist began when Juliana Moreno-Patel and Ariel Rubin combined their theater degrees and writing backgrounds in Hollywood with their lifelong love for gaming to create the Kickstarter sensation Escape Room in a Box, The Werewolf Experiment. As the first at-home game to ever recreate the escape room experience in a tabletop setting for all ages, Escape Room in a Box was a genre-defining success that was licensed by Mattel and soon distributed worldwide. Game of the Year winner at the Mattel Inventor Awards, the Escape Room in a Box brand has now evolved into an ongoing game series with Mattel selling over 300,000 copies. And I can keep going and sharing what is going on, but I am just blown away and totally excited. So I am really excited to have Ariel and Juliana both here to share with us. So ladies, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much for having us here. My pleasure. And it is so exciting because let's face it, in the gaming world, having women create something like this, how absolutely fabulous. So I would love to know how this all started. Take us on your journey. Sure. So we have always been lifelong, passionate gamers. Uh, We actually met when we were both pregnant. Uh, We had a mutual friend who said that we were the two most competitive gamers that he knew. So, of course, he invited both of us to a uh, werewolf game night, which is a lot of like lying and trying to figure other people out. We think he wanted to see, you know, these pregnant hormone addled women just like tear each other's throats out, but it worked out really, really well. And we were like, you and I are very, very similar. So we became friends and then, you know, had our children and we, I, I actually started getting very into escape rooms. And if you don't know, escape rooms are where you go into a room, you generally have one hour in which to accomplish some task. 
Sometimes it's to escape, sometimes it's to rob a bank, whatever it is, but you have to solve a series of puzzles, find hidden clues, and you will succeed in your challenge. And I just loved them. As a mom, I was like, having something that is only one hour of my time. So I don't have to, it's not too big of an investment. And it takes my whole thought process because it is this really mentally and phys mentally challenging and you're physically there. And so I loved it as just, you know, basically an escape and something that felt like my time. So I had my, my A team that I would always go with. And Ariel I was, was not on the A team. Just <laughs> Uh, out there. Not to start. I didn't know her that well. She was a new friend, like a mom friend. <laughs> um, but then, you know, it's LA and people flake out all the time. And so I would invite her to come and fill in. And I, I quickly realized she was very, very good and, and she should be on, on the regular team. Uh, and then we had the idea that, you know, the people who play escape rooms and the people who play board games at home those are the same people and there should definitely be a product on the market for them. And there was nothing at the time. Uh, so I'll let Ariel continue the story. <laughs> so we, you know, we started actually over plating. So we were like, we should make an escape room that you can play at home, an escape room in a box. And we got the kids together and we just sort of let them run wild in the yard. And while well, we came up with every puzzle we could think of, that could maybe be put in a box. And we started developing this game and it was really, we were both stay-at-home moms at the time. So it was getting our one-year-olds together and designing and we put it on Kickstarter. And our plan initially, we didn't, we weren't sure how many we would sell, but um, our plan initially was, you know, we would get our friends to make it, but then it did very well. And I think that that is because we did all of the research we really, we sent out review copies. We put in a lot of work and it was the first tabletop escape room game to market. So we put it on Kickstarter. We funded in 14 hours and made seven times our funding goal. And we were the number three game uh, on Reddit the day that our Kickstarter launched. So it did very, very well. And one of our backers, was the head of games at Mattel. So we were actually approached by a number of game companies afterwards to license the game. We ended up going with Mattel. They are so awesome to work with. Uh, and they're right here in El Segundo. So it, the game got licensed by Mattel and we just came out with the fourth and fifth games in that series this fall, uh, Escape Room in a Box, Time Drifters. How exciting. I love the idea. I love escape rooms. Oh, I, think they're, I think they're really fun. So the idea that you've created a tabletop one, how does that work? Like, give us a little insight on it. Sure. So we took our favorite parts of escape rooms. We wanted it to have those physical components, like the, the joy and the rush that you get when a lock pops open or, you know, some, something surprises you and you get to play around with all these different cool things. So we just sat down and we were like, okay, what do we love about escape rooms? And then how can we shrink these down into a box? So, you know, we both come from a writing background. So we started off with the first game saying, okay, well, we're not going to be able to tell you that you need to escape from something because you're in your living room. So what's a story with that would work where you're trying to break into something that's here in the box and why do you need to break into it and really letting the narrative guide 
the fact of like, this is going to be an at-home experience, but we want it to be as immersive as possible. Very cool. That really is. So I have to ask, and both of you can answer because I'm sure it'll be different answers. What do you love most about your job now? Wow. Uh, So I think the thing that I love most is the moments where I am doing a thing and and I just can't believe that this is my job. You know, this morning I was just um, burning a piece of paper to see if a effect would work for a puzzle. And so, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm coloring something in, and then I have to, you know, do it on different pieces of paper and take a lighter and burn underneath. This is, it's just kind of fun. You know, it's always a bit fun to play with fire. Uh, and this is my job. This is actually my job. Or, you know, we've gone to music festivals. Or the other thing that's a tab that's open on my computer right now is target toy section because for a game that we're thinking up, I need to buy some toys to experiment with them to see if they'll work in the way that I want them to work. So, yeah, this is, this is, it shouldn't be a job, but it is, and that's awesome. What about you, Juliana? I think for me, my favorite part is that the things that we're building and the things that we're making, if we're doing them right, it's bringing joy to the world. I absolutely love seeing and playtesting those moments when everyone is just like, oh, I get it. I know what it is. And they get so excited about it and so happy. I, I love that. And like Ariel said, we do these music festivals where we put puzzle quests in them. And this is, you know, thousands of people who weren't planning to play a puzzle and they get so excited about it. And they're just like, it's infectious how, how great of a time they're having playing it. So I love that we are putting more joy into the world. That's an awesome thing to be able to attach to your quote-unquote job. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> it's not quote-unquote. This is our job, you know? <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, you know, when you – my kids asked me once when I was going to retire. I said, I'm retired. It's only work. If you don't love what you do, when you have to drag yourself in because this is what you have to do today, it's work and it gets to be hard work. When you love what you do, like you said, I can't believe this is my job. You know, Ariel, you're like, I get to do this for work. You know, it does. It makes it so exciting when what you're doing is something that you absolutely love and feel passionate about. I think that that's why being entrepreneurs and mompreneurs, and it's so much better when you're working this hard for yourself, because why are you going to work this hard to build somebody else's business, as opposed to working this hard to build your own? On the flip side, what are some of the biggest challenges you have faced? I think one big challenge, as you were just talking about, why are you working so hard for someone else, you should be working so hard for yourself, is the fact of when it is your own business and it is your own company, it can be incredibly all consuming and, you know, trying to figure out, I know for me, one thing that's really hard is trying to take those moments to be like, okay, it will be okay if you don't work all night long. (laughs) Like you can, you could take one night to just like stop and relax a little bit. And it, it is, it's because I love it so much it's, it can be hard to not have it like completely consume everything for me. Work-life balance is really hard when you do all of your work from home. 
and you know we are it just it's hard to figure out it's hard to say like well i'm not going to respond i'm not going to do work stuff after a certain hour because you know you can of course you can keep working all of my work stuff is around uh so i would agree i think that's really hard i think it's been really hard uh just on a very logistical level um i think it's very hard in a new business and in a new field um, to figure out what to charge. You know, I think that that's, that's the biggest thing. That's a big thing for us. We don't always know, you know, what's the going rate? Is there a going rate? What are people willing to pay? Are, you know, what's, what's the right price point for a job that we will, we won't lose the job, but we are also being fairly compensated. I think that that's a very difficult thing very often and again, I mean, it's hard to go back to the woman thing, but that's part of it. Now you got to be worried. Am I going to ruffle his feathers and stuff like that? BS. You know, if, if this has taught us nothing, this whole pandemic and everything, is that as women, we deserve what we deserve. You deserve to be compensated for your time. And people will pay because you've created something. You're the first. Anybody who comes after you that tries to do this is copying you. So I think it's that first that makes it so tricky, honestly, like, True. you know, with the board games that we do, okay, there's other board game designers and there's a, there's a fairly standard, like, okay, you'll get a royalty rate. That's this amount or whatever. But then so much of what we do it's new. We're just kind of making it up as we go of like, oh, yes, let's put a puzzle quest in a music festival. Like they've never had that before. They don't they don't know what to budget for that. You know, consulting and a lot of the, the film and television stuff that we do. It's not that they've done this before. So have the fact that there is no mold for it makes it a lot trickier. On that note. We're going to take a quick break and say thank you to our sponsors. We'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home 
you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we are back with the Wild Optimist. So we're talking with Ariel and Juliana. And just such a, again, I just think it's so cool because escape rooms are awesome. I love that you have just continued. You have Crimes and Capers, Hello Neighbors. What are you working on now? So right now we're in this very exciting blue sky phase where we have a number of different game ideas uh, percolating and we're trying to figure out exactly which one we're going to to narrow in on and build out and probably we'll end up building out a few of them. But it's been a very exciting time to think, oh, we can can go in so many different directions. So where exactly are we going to focus our attention? Hmm. What about you, Ariel? I mean, it's the same thing. It's it's awesome. We've, we've had a very busy year, which has been fantastic, but it has felt like we're trying to, we're constantly running a bit behind. Uh, so now we have everything turned in. We're waiting to hear on a couple things. And it means that Julianne and I get to get together and brainstorm, which is, I think, we neither of us have this, but that's actually one of my favorite parts of the job, is we get together and often over pastries. Um, and we brainstorm new ideas and we talk about sort of ideas that have been in the back of our head. Um, depending on where we are in the year, we'll come up with our goals, our one and five year goals, which we sort of often do uh, because it helps us focus our attention and figure out what jobs we should take and what jobs we maybe shouldn't take unless we completely have time, you know, for them at the moment. That was one of the best pieces of advice that we got early on was to have these goals and that would help us sort of focus our business because if you can do anything, it can get a bit hard to do anything actually. Absolutely. So in that vein, how do you find and how are you able to balance mom and business? We talk about balance and really it's juggling and how do you keep all the balls in the air? That's difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness the kids are back in school. Really last year was, just, I'm not even, I'm still not even sure how it happened. Um, but now the kids are back in school, which is so much better. So we have, a, you know, a set time every day that we can work. Uh, and then, you know, sometimes people do want to do meetings or whatever in the afternoon. And sometimes it's a babysitter. And sometimes, frankly, it's television, you know, if we have to have a call or something in the afternoon. The kids get to watch a bit of TV and they love it. And I and I'm saying that because there's such a move in our society. Like you can never have the kids in front of the TV. You should be with them all the time. And I don't think that that's right. First of all, this is not the TV of our youth, um, which was just turning on the TV and seeing a million commercials and it was whatever is on is on. Like you can be quite picky um, about the television your children watch and there's some really excellent shows that I have watched on my own, you know, and then let the kids watch. But I also just think that it's okay. Like if I am home alone and I have to have a meeting, it is okay that the kids get to do something they truly love and they don't get too much of. Um, And, you know, it's okay that I do that and it's free instead of bringing in a babysitter. It's just, it's okay to give yourself grace in ways that, I think a lot of parenting 
blogs and parenting articles that I get sent say you, you shouldn't do. You got to yeah. trust your instincts on that. I'm sorry, because there is nothing wrong. There's some really good educational stuff on. It's not like when my kids were young that Sesame Street was on in the morning and Mr. Rogers was on in the morning. There was nothing in the afternoons. You know, now you can pull up anything at any time. I do Mr. Rogers with my grandson on YouTube, and I pull up old episodes every once in a while on a raining morning because we can't go outside. And if I have him, it's like, you know, Mr. Rogers will come visit with us for a little while. Let's see what he has to say. What about you, Juliana? How are you juggling? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's it's really hard. And honestly, as our business has taken off and grown, I, I had to get a nanny because it just, it was not enough time between, you know, it was a like frantic work, work, work while they were in school, then be with them after school until they go to bed, and then go back to work, work, work as soon as they went to bed. Um, and even with that, it still didn't feel like it was enough time. And especially with the pandemic, I was just like, that that's what that's what did it where I said, No, I have to bring in someone else. So, you know, there I definitely I I got an Annie. She has made all the difference in the world and honestly made me better in both places. Like when I'm not so frazzled and so stretched thin, you know, if I have less time with my kids because the nanny's with them some of the time I'm better with them when I'm with them because I'm much more present as opposed to trying to like be on my phone answering work emails while also sitting in the playroom and playing with them like having that divide uh has has definitely helped and made a huge difference and then also I want to just say being in business with a fellow mom makes a huge difference the fact that often Ariel and I, you know, we'll be trying to talk about something that needs to be talked about. And there's a kid screaming in the background and the other person's like, you go handle that. It's okay. Like, we'll talk about this another time. And just having someone who, who gets it. And it's like, you know what, we'll figure this out when we figure it out. But like, I understand that you have other things right now that you have to go deal with um, has been really good. And I think allowed us to have a lot of uh, space to kind of breathe and grow and try to find that balance. Do you feel that being a mom has fueled your business? Yeah, I think absolutely. And that for me, it really fueled the business in that I would have, um, I think, like obsessed about my kids in a way that was not healthy. And my oldest son has some challenges. And so that would have definitely like consumed me in a way that was not healthy. And having, it's that balance, like having something else that I could pour energy into and that felt like something else that fed me creatively and that I loved. I think being a mom made me better at my business and being in business made me a better mom. Wow. What about you, Ariel? Yeah, and, you know, I think fueled our business is an interesting term. I'm not sure that, you know, I think often we haven't said we're moms because um, we are, you know, certainly early on we were worried that people wouldn't think we could do the job, or, you know, certainly that we were the primary caregivers for our kids. So I don't think that it has fueled the business in that way. I, I have gotten to the point where I prefer hiring moms when we do freelance jobs, because I feel like they, you know, moms are just so much better at time management. Um, they just get, they just get stuff done better. 
uh, and have more common sense and are able to think about more than one thing at once. And, you know, just sort of all of those logistical things that so often when we are working with people, it can sometimes feel that like no one else has common sense or reads a full email or, you know, any of these things that you would think would just be normal in business. Uh, but moms, I would say, have a um, are more likely to be easier to work with uh, and be really hardworking and get it done. And I agree about the time management part of it. What advice would you like to give to somebody out there that's thinking about starting something, whether it's a game or a product or a service? What would you like to share? I think my biggest piece of advice is to just do the thing. I remember when Ariel and I had the initial idea to do this, I had a lot of doubts. And I think, again, this comes in large part from being female of like, well, I don't have the qualifications. Like you hear that, right? That men will apply to a job if they meet 60% of the qualifications and women will only apply if they have 100. And so when we had this idea, it was like, I don't know if we're qualified to do it. And Ariel said to me, she's like, I bet we'd be great. And she was just like, let's just do the thing. And you know what? She was right. Like <laughs> this has exploded into a huge career for us. And I think I, absent her, very likely could have talked myself out of it. So I think just doing the thing that you think is an awesome idea, just do it and see. I think it's that first hurdle that is really hard. It's, it's so easy to say, I don't have time. I'm doing all these other things. That's not realistic. And, you know, maybe it isn't immediately realistic in terms of like money and time. That, that's possible. But there's always, you can probably find a bit of time. You know, it can be done over a longer time period. Okay? And it doesn't have to be done exactly the way that other people have done it. You know, whatever you're doing, you can... Find your own path if that is your passion, but at the end of the day, it is really important to find something that makes you happy, even if it isn't something that is your your whole job, even if you have to have another job for a while, because maybe eventually it can be. I just think that there is a bit of an all or nothing attitude where it's like, if I don't, if I start a business, I need to succeed in six months or what am I doing? I think you just, everyone should give grace, you know, give yourself the, the room and the space and the enthusiasm and the faith to do, to do the thing that you're passionate about, or at least try. Right on. And it's a great way to end this conversation. Where can everybody find your product, ladies? So Amazon, of course, has everything. Uh, so we have the Escape Room in a Box series. So in that series, we have the Werewolf Experiment, Flashback, Time Drifters Kira's story and Time Drifters Isabel's story. Uh, and then we have our line of murder mystery party games. If you remember those, we did an updated take on those. So it's, you know, deduction and trying to figure out and solve the mystery, but then it also has a lot more puzzles and you can dress up in character if you like. So we have uh, Crimes and Capers High School Hijinks, which takes place in a 1990s high school, and then Crimes and Capers Lady Leona's Last Wishes, and that is a very upstairs, downstairs, like Downton Abbey or Gosford Park sort of world. So those are on Amazon as well or at the Renegade Game Studios website. 
Uh, and then we have a social deduction game, a game where you're trying to figure out some people are good and some are bad, and you're trying to see like the bad people are pretending to be good and the good people are trying to figure out who they are. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And that game is called Hello Neighbor, uh, the Secret Neighbor Party Game. And it's on Amazon or it's also at the Arcane Wonders website. Um, and then if you want to find us, we, our website is www.wildoptimist.com. And our Instagram, which is where we're the most active, is at the Wild Optimist. And our Twitter is at Escape Room Inbox. Awesome. There will be links on our show page to all of their social media, the website, and the different games that Juliana was just telling us about. So you will be able to grab some of these. You know what? Game night, I don't know about you, but I loved game night when I was a kid. I loved doing it with my kids. I just started to play little games with my grandson, who's three and a half. I love that you're creating this. I really do. And it is just really fabulous. So I thank you both for taking the time to come and share with us and really look forward to seeing how this all evolves. So as you've got new stuff coming out, don't forget us. So we'll come back again. Let, you know. Thank Please you. Do. This Please was do. so lovely. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. It has been my pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here with us today. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She